Thank you for listening to the Starburns Audio Podcast Network. We have so many great comedy shows to add to your playlist. Just last week on Starburns Audio, on New Player Has Joined, Keith and Jesse talked to Dr. Christopher Hale about getting involved with the Sister District Project. They also discuss fascism and gaming and Echo the Dolphin. On The Boogie Monster, Dave Stone and Kyle Kinane talk about exploration and treasure hunting, the protests, and redefining policing. On Office Hours Live, Tim Heidecker, DJ Doug Pound, and Vic Berger are joined by Thundercat and Z from Black Socialists in America. Listen to this episode to find out how you can help Office Hours raise funds for the Black Lives Matter Global Fund. Search Starburns Audio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcast platform for a full list of our shows. Featuring hosts like Monet Exchange, Bob the Drag Queen, and Amanda Seals. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Starburns Audio. Enjoy the show. And remember, stay safe, stay healthy, and keep laughing. Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Um, hey everyone, it's me again, Steve Agee, and uh, this next guest that we have uh, for uh is my friend Diane Neal, who I I only met uh, earlier this year at a, a show, and she's awesome. You may know her from NCIS, um, but you probably know her best uh, from her role as Assistant District Attorney Casey Novak on one of my favorite shows, Law & Order SVU. Um, we get into some pretty amazing shit in this episode, including the fact, and I didn't know this, that she survived a major uh, plane crash that killed many people. <laughs> Not her, however, because she's a survivor. Uh, so go to iTunes and give us a like, give us a review, because that crap counts. And um, again, thank you very much, and I uh, hope you enjoy the episode. We recorded a little I kind of like the metronome, because then we, we can talk. To talk it. in rhythm, or we can make up a song, At even though I can't sing. 120 beats per minute. Um, I wish I could scat, not in the Chuck Berry way. <laughs> I wish I could shit on. <laughs> I wish I could shit on people. Do you know what I did? But you know what I want to master at some point? I think I was telling you this in my life. I want to master the ocean poop. Ugh. I had a friend that did that once when we were skin diving for ocean <laughs> shit, and it was did he do disgusting. it? We were teenagers, and he was like, and this was uh, on Catalina. Like I used to spend summers on Catalina. What's out there? Just dressing? 
dressing? Never mind, you know, what? craft Catalina dressing. It's like French dressing, but it's clear. No, it's a lot of uh, old people. Oh. But we were um, snorkeling, and it was like we had to ride our bikes like halfway around the island to where we were snorkeling. And uh, he was like, oh, my God, I got to shit. <laughs> There's no bathrooms around. So he's like, I'm just going to shit in the ocean. And I was like, oh, fucking please, no. And, and then he did, and it's just like floating around <laughs> where we were. I'm like, you fucker, now we got to fucking. Yeah, now we have to find a new place to snorkel. We and we already new... rode like our bikes halfway around the island. He was like, it was awesome, man. Just Freeing. Yeah. And you can't do it near anyone. I've actually never attempted the ocean poop. I just have fantasies that one day I will be able to, to master the ocean poop. I don't even like the toilet poop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is the best. One of my best friends, her little brother got completely wasted. He's like a, like a firefighter, totally hammered, decided to take a bath, as you do, stupid things. You know, yeah. like, oh, I'm so drunk. A bath seems awesome right now. I don't know why. And uh, anyway, he woke up and something <laughs> was hitting him in the face. And yeah, it was his own poop. He'd oh, taken a shit fuck, in the bath. What? Yeah, and it was just like, poke, 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 up against his face. I'm going to send him. I'm going to make him listen to this, too. You know who you are. I once, uh, when, I, when I was young, I went to summer camp, and I went to this camp, like, every year from 8 to, like, 12 years old. And, you know, they had a bunch of camps within the camp. Like, there was a cowboy camp where you had horses. And then Ooh. there was one summer I did Indian camp where you slept in a teepee. Gotcha. Like, so it was Indian with a... With a feather, not a die. Yeah, yeah, way up on the hill, away from the rest of the camp, and uh, I, you know, I was like a, ten or eleven, and I just really was embarrassed to poop anywhere. <laughs> and I was a, you know, I'd heard stories of older kids like knocking <laughs> outhouses over with kids in them. So I was like, <laughs> for like the first four days of camp, I didn't go to the bathroom, and oh. like, then I woke up in the middle of the night in this teepee like four nights into it and I was like oh my god I, I can't hold it anymore so I just like crawled out while everyone was sleeping and I hiked way off into the forest where I thought I was just away from everything and I took <laughs> a huge poop and then went back into you know went back to the teepee went to bed and the next morning we all get up and we're walking down the trail to to go to breakfast and like i hear people up ahead going oh fucking gross what the fuck <laughs> and uh, as we get closer i'm like i somehow marched through the woods and ended up back on the trail and just took a shit <laughs> Like, in the exact like <laughs> ten feet away from, they're like, oh shit, man! Like, you need you need the compass. You need a compass when you go poop. Yeah, like just take. And it. I had to join in, like, oh, oh yeah, who the fuck would do that? That's, that's awful. That's disgusting. Uh. But, why, but poop is we, we used to do that because in Col growing up in Colorado, we had like the Girl Scout camp. We just go to the Girl yeah. Scout. But you don't want to. First of all, I'm still not good at pooping near. Or on anyone, you know, yeah. It's, and uh, I hate it more than anything. It is. It's weird, and then y you feel like you need to look. Yeah, everyone knows that. You kind of yeah. have to just yeah. to analyze. But so we we were like twelve year old girls and tiny, like the tiniest twelve year old girls ever. But you didn't want to go too far away from camp because there were bears. Yeah, there were a lot of bears. Where was this? In Colorado. Okay. So you know, like way up in like Rocky Mountain National Park, there are like a decent amount of bears. Yeah. And we're small, and we're ladies, and uh, a few of the camps ladies. actually were ladies, <laughs> kind of. But a, a few of the camps actually had bathrooms with those big giant like pine doors yeah. that never shut all the way because yeah. they were swollen from uh, not from like any kind of moisture because there was like zero percent humidity yeah but um and i remember one night we were 
I'm like, I dragged my, my best friend. I'm like, we're going, I gotta go, I gotta go, man. <laughs> we go to this, like, we, we make it there. We slam the door behind us because we can hear, like, like, like that was the worst bear sound ever, but we actually heard those years, like, wow, that was Sex Panthers, but that was, wow, I know. Where's Paul Rudd when you need him? But so we slam the door shut and, they're literally like three bears outside because, of course, the garbage cans happen to be right near the restrooms. And we're like, ah, ah, but then we're trying to be quiet because we don't want to track the bear. Fucking bears. And we've got like all of our weight against this crazy pine door. Like, no, 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 bears. You're like, oh, my God, the bears. And uh, we end up falling asleep on the bath, the pine bathroom floor. <laughs> because we were exhausted and fighting a, a door all night long. I think but bears scare me more than anything. Bears are horrifying because you can't run them. But we woke up the next morning and we couldn't get out of the bathroom. Hi, Ted. We couldn't get out of the bathroom because we'd slammed the door shut so hard and put, you know. <laughs> the door just We were trapped 18 hours later. 18 hours or someone had to go use the can. Yeah. Where are the... How come no one... Where are the girls? Yeah, where are the girls? Yeah, from very lax counselors. Because like no one even... They were just like, no. Didn't anyone else have to use the bathroom? Well, they were... I think, you know, people would prefer the woods because it didn't smell as bad. And, you know, there were other bathroom choices. But yeah, we were we were unfound for a good 18 hours. And we still think about that. But we're like, yeah, whatever. No bears, Ada. So, huh, in your face. Yeah. Suck it, bears. Suck it, bears. And then sometimes we would actually take our own poop and do it oh, you no. accidentally did and we were like look a bear was in your camp you know like, <laughs> <laughs> the scat is very similar uh, oh, I know uh, I'm, I know I, uh, so we've been recording this whole time I'm, oh very uh, good very good I mean obviously because we're stories. both talking into microphones well I, I didn't know if we were testing lovers or are we just so used to talking into microphones I think we're just used to it my guest uh, I mean you obviously know this because it will be on the website but I, I'm going to say it anyways. Diane Neal. Hi. Casey Novak from Law & Order, you may know. One of the people. Huge fan of Casey Novak, by the way. Huge fan of Steve, so it works out. Um, We're both pink. Uh, we are. We're, <laughs> We're both totally pink white from motherfuckers. Head to toe pink. Yeah, Yeah. this is not our time of there, year. There, there. I'm sorry. Are you seeing the sharks? No. Did you? Oh, wait. I, I'm recording this at Diane's house and her, the news is on. I'm setting the mic down for two seconds. I was just telling Steve about all the creepy sharks in the waters here of California. Yeah. She flew with the Coast Guard over the California coast and saw a bunch of great white sharks. Like 50 feet. 50 feet from the... 50 feet. 50 feet from the floor. 50 feet. Look at that. Please look at that. No. Where is that? I don't know. But they're showing on the news a zillion sharks. That's a lot of sharks. That's a lot of lot of fucking sharks. No, that's easily thirty sharks. Not great white, but a significant number. Yeah, get your legs out of the water. God damn. Have you been watching Olympics at all? Nah, not really. I don't care. Although I, I, the dogs watch it, I don't know why. I I leave it on for the dogs, and I'm like, hey guys, tell me what happens. I'm kind of obsessed with the Olympics. I I don't watch it during the day, but you know, if I go out and do a show or something, I'll come home at night and it, like. 11 or 12 I'll smoke a joint and then I start watching <laughs> Olympics and I've been tweeting about them but Have you, but the problem is like they're all like today was on like the group synchronized swimming yeah oh, and, synchronized and swimming. rhythmic gymnastics which now is I used that to, the one with the ribbon yeah I used to say like oh he's gay as Christmas and no now I'm gonna be like no he's gay as rhythmic gymnastics that's what I'm gonna say now I honestly I don't I think this is the first time I've actually watched any Olympics since as an adult like and I forgot, like, like literally the first night I started watching Olympics, I was like, are you kidding me? Ping, ping, pong, is in the, ping pong is in the Olympics. That shit that is folded up in the back of everyone's That's garage. Right. And right, right outside, yeah. 
Do you have a ping pong yeah, table? Yeah, dude, like? we can we can play. We can totally it's it's in the driveway. We can train. We can train like, for yeah, the next Olympics. I could go to buy a ping pong table and probably maybe qualify. I bet you could. For the next, I mean, I probably couldn't. I'm horrible, but but what's what sport do you like watching? Because I have to say, especially because I'm a, a Colorado girl and I was a figure skater. I like the skate. I like that. Stuff. I like the Winter Olympics. I don't, I don't relate. To I prefer anything. the Winter Olympics. Yeah, I yeah. relate to nothing in the Summer Olympics. Not a thing. And that guy, the, the only thing I'm enjoying is like that dude with the boner, the crew guy. Oh He's yeah, like, yeah, I saw that. I did not have an erection. Why are you lying? Why are you lying, man? Yeah, well, um, there were like three other guys on that podium with you that didn't have boners, dude. <laughs> he's just embarrassed because it wasn't as big as he was like a semi semi hard what if he's like i didn't have an erection my penis was just uh hard and uh <laughs> like yeah he didn't know what, what an erection was win? yeah what if he just didn't know what an erection was oh my god that would be even fun i just spent a lot of time okay training i was just really excited that we won and uh my girlfriend was standing over and there what did i hear someone say is like you don't get a you don't get a boner for a bronze <laughs> <laughs> Wait for gold. Okay, so what do you? Enjoy? I interrupted you. I'm sorry. What do you, What do you enjoy watching, Charlie? Uh, I I kind of like watching it all, just because I can't believe that it's it's volleyball, ping pong, like. Sorry, Charlie loves you. I he's, said he's it just, should be. They should. Call, they could also call the Summer Olympics just Summer Vacation because it's <laughs> rowing and kayaking and. It could be actually BMX. like your camp. Like there's some people sleeping in Indian camp teepees, or some people in like cowboy camp. Like yeah. Yeah. Why isn't camping an Olympic? <laughs> <laughs> it is Olympic. now that I get older. I'm like shit. I made it through the night. Good for me. <laughs> Can't do an air mattress anymore. And then in the, in the rowing, there's like an event. There was like seven or eight girls rowing a boat. Watch out, Charlie. Don't, don't eat that. Don't, don't eat that. Don't turn off don't the... Uh, there's like seven or eight girls rowing, and then there's one girl sitting at the front of the boat just shouting at them to row. I was like, I could go do that and, yeah. and win a gold medal. Yeah. Like if she got sick, they could say, it's Steve, Anyone, just, get just in there. sit in the front of the boat get in and, there. and shout. Yeah, and, you pr- and you'd win a gold. And I could medal. And oh, isn't that weird that meddling is a verb now too? Like you didn't yeah, win a medal, you medal. It's like deplaning. I always think that's really has that weird. always been or did that? No, these are new. The these are new constructs. Yeah, it's from the Olympics, and then deplaning is just from douchebags. I'm not sure what that's about. Depl- oh, from getting off. Yeah, I don't just travel get enough. Get off the plane. You can just say get off the plane. I don't travel enough. When to you're know leaving the plane, deplaning. You travel constantly. Constantly. Anytime I try contacting you. Gone. Oh, I can't do it tomorrow. I'm flying to New York. It's crazy. No, seriously. I've flown almost 200,000 miles in the last year and a half. No. Yeah. A lot of mileage points. Very tired. Oh, my God. Who do you fly with? I used to fly Continental. Yeah. I fucking love them. Like even though I love them. I knew every flight attendant, knew everything about it. I'm like, oh, I know what plane Did I'm they fold? Be on. Are they no no longer? No. They they merged in the most horrific the most horrific extended protracted experience of my adult life with United, who I refused to fly. They were so bad. And so basically yeah. what they've got now is all the horrible things of United and that's pretty much it. I mean, it's awful. Like every single flight. And I'm like a hundred, I'm like the highest level member you could be of like the highest, yeah. right? Hundred thousand miles a year, fancy lady. I'm like That's the George Clooney. It's nuts, and 
every flight is still taking like two or three hours to talk to someone, confirm something. And I have like some dedicated like 100K line. So are you sticking with them? I don't, because and now you I have, have so yes, many miles? That's, but that's what they're banking on. But even little stuff like a flight attendant the other day got really aggressive with my carry-on. I'm like, hey, 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 listen, <laughs> calm down. Because the United Flight Attendants, I'm sorry if you're out there, you're just bitchy cunts. And I get it. <laughs> you have a shitty union. You got shitty work conditions. You got yeah. crappy ass old planes. And like, it's funny because the, the Continental Gang, they ended up with the United Union. So now they're going to be happy. Oh, shit. And even the Continental gals, they're wearing pins that say X-Con, like X-Continental, but it's really funny. So people know, like, oh, I'm not a shithead. Like, when did flying become horrible? After, I'm telling you. I think before 9-11, it was still. I was flying back from Europe the day Richard Reed tried to blow up things with his shoes. That oh, was really? unpleasant. Yeah. And then I flew like a week after September. Nothing's been the same. You can't even join the Mile High Club anymore. Can you imagine? <laughs> it doesn't exist. People we, congregating. You'd be arrested. Like, are you guys, guys going to storm the cockpit? No, we're just going to fuck. Like, but even before 9-11, it was... Uh, I mean, I remember as a kid flying places with my parents and every now and then you could get on a plane and and like there would be a lot of empty seats and they would be like, wait till we take off and then you can sit wherever you want. Yeah. Now it's like there is never an empty seat no, on a plane. No. Ever. 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 And I'm always, and usually because I'm... Usually sitting in business, that's like the one benefit. Like I won't pay for business because I'm too cheap, but but I get upgraded or I use my miles or whatever. The dogs are fighting. If you can hear that, in the <laughs> they're ra- they're rattling. It's just three dogs. But um, and I'm always sitting next to like the the business guy with a gunt that is really only yeah. 35, but looks like he's about 50. Yeah. Like 17 pagers and Blackberry strapped yeah. to his pleated khakis. Yeah. And they just want to talk about everything. And they have like, I got a flight to New York the other day. The dude sitting next to me, who'd never been in, in like business or first class before, was very excited about being there. It was a two hour flight, an hour in, he'd had nine Bloody Marys. By the way, the flight left at 5 a.m. I just oh, want to tell you. Yeah. Jesus. And then he started getting really aggressive. And then the flight is, and because I'm sitting on the aisle, they're fighting over me. I'm like, okay, guys, people, people, I got shit to do. Don't <sighs> fight over me. Don't fight over me. Everybody it's the worst. Down. I. I avoid fly, flying as much as I can. I kind of always like it because I have the secret <laughs> fantasy that in the airport, I'm just going to get on a different flight and I'm going to leave my life behind and I'm going to grow a beard and I'm going to live. <laughs> and then, grow a I beard. Have, I have the ultimate beard fantasies. Like, I, this beard is not coming in yet. Guys. If you grew a beard, you would look like such a psychopath, though. All right. Why does that woman have a full Zach no, Galifianakis beard? No, but I don't have beard? breasts or anything like that. Like I could pass as one of those like gray people, like a pat. Like no one would know. <laughs> no, that's that's just a, a pale gentleman with large thighs. You know, like no one would know. I I love my favorite part is because I hate flying. It it's kind of scares me still. I do it, but. It I, it freaks me out. However, when I've landed and I get off the plane and like I'm walking through the terminal, leaving, I feel like such a badass. Right. Like I just fucking flew I and I did it and I didn't die. I feel like a soup like like people are watching me going, oh my god, that guy just flew. He flew. That he guy flew. flew in. He flew on a plane. Good for him. That guy didn't die. Try and touch him. Yeah. But I always, this is always cracks when people are like, hey, have a safe flight. I'm like, I'll do what I can. Like, I'm in charge of nothing, people. Nothing. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, how about for, emailing my pilot and telling him. Don't uh, drink. Yeah. Don't kill my friend. <laughs> I have a friend who knows I'm terrified of flying. And like a couple of years ago, I was flying to Portland and 
he texted me. I'm like, oh, I can't hang out. I'm at the airport. I'm about to get on a plane. He's like, oh, your plane's going to crash. And I was like, why the fuck? Why would you? Would you why would you? Why would he say that to you? And then, of course, that's all you thought about. He's like, oh, it's funny. No, it's like, not. No, Maybe, it's not to, to whom? Not funny. To whom is that funny? Although you know, I was in a plane crash, right? What? Yeah, I was in a crazy plane crash. This Alitalia flight ninety-seven nuts. Nineteen ninety-seven. You were in a plane crash. Crazy plane crash. And but, and it's really weird. Um, you guys can look, but the FAA back then, foreign carriers didn't have to report at the FAA site. So it's really funny. Some of my friends, they're like, "Oh yeah, you're really in a plane crash." I was on the way from New York, JFK to to Milan, and we crashed in a field outside Paris, which is nuts. What? Oh, nuts. So it wasn't it. It didn't crash on a runway. You, no, they landed no. it in a field. Yeah. Not landed, but yeah, crashed. crashed. Yeah. What was, kind of plane? Like a big, like a DC-10, you know, whatever the hell it was that we what were taking. What the fuck? Yeah, I was young. You know, I, I didn't actually catalog what kind of plane it was. I was actually in shock afterwards because those of us that were not injured um, were then driven to Charles de Gaulle and put on an Air France flight. Like, it was nuts. It's the kind you of thing. still got on a plane after that. Well, I was in shock. Like, if I were a grown, like, if I were now, like, I was 20 at the time. I'm a grown-up now. I'd be like, fuck you. I want a zillion miles. I'm going to sue your fucking airline. I'd be crazy. At the time, I'm like, I'm covered in pasta because it always happens during, <laughs> I'm serious. It happens during meal service. For real? Always. I was literally you covered had food in marinara. Oh, you. covered in marinara. <laughs> I'll tell you. It's like a spaghetti. And I have these vivid memories of, like, picking really stiff pasta off my favorite pair of, like, Alexander McQueen pants. I was like, oh, my pants. You know, like, not even thinking about it. Because it still had, we still had real cutlery back then, you know. On you yeah, know, yeah, um, yeah, real cutlery. So everyone was covered in, in cuts and stuff like that. But so far, I was flying to to New York on the Fourth of July with uh, one of my my best girl Abby that you met. Yeah. Who kind of? It's people don't believe my stories. I'm like, yeah, I got into a dance off with um, you know Daryl like run, the DMC of Run DMC on a high school. People are like, shut up, you did not. I'm like, no, we did. No one <laughs> believes my stories yeah. until they're with me and they're like, oh. So we're sitting. And we're sitting first class, which is really fun. Going to New York, 4th of July, because there were seats open. I'm like, we're going to go see the fireworks. You've never seen a motherfucker. It's sick. It's awesome. Yeah. It's going to be sweet. And United flight attendants, totally shitty, gossiping, <sighs> talking so loudly. And there was going to be a mutiny in first class because yeah. they were so awful. They didn't serve anyone and they were loud. What? So I went up and talked to them. I was like, hey, guys, it's about to be a mutiny. Just letting you know. You might want to tone it down a little. Stop reading the gossip mags. You know, just they're like, oh my God, we love you. I'm like, that's awesome. If you love me, like, just try and tone it. Then they end up talking to me the whole time, which is yeah. fine. And then my friend blurts out, oh, yeah, she was in a plane crash. And she's like, which one? I'm like, ah, I'll tell you. And I said, she's like, oh, my God, we studied that one in school. The one with the cups. So everything was stuck in the ceiling. I'm like, that's the one. But it was. Wait, what shit was stuck in the ceiling? Well, because we free fell forever first. So things just like people broke. What? Nuts. It was nuts. But. This was a legitimate plane oh, crash. Oh, it was like a real, like, yeah. Did anyone die? Oh, yeah, man. What? It was crazy. People died? It was crazy. Steve, you have no idea. Any, any, tr anything, you name it, I have been in it. I, I lived in, in, Wait, uh, in, I, Kobe, in Kyoto, or like I lived in the, the Kansai Prefecture during all the giant earthquakes in Japan that killed 7,000 people. <laughs> I lived in Taipei. I was in huge earthquakes there, a series of 50. Were I mean, you in Hiroshima when they dropped was, the bomb? I was, I was. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember reading Hiroshima and you're like, I have no skin. That still haunts me, That's man. That's fucking Horrible. fell off but I felt so vindicated and my friend was like oh yeah I guess you were in that I'm like yeah because I was lying before that you douche but here's the thing if you fly Steve fly with me odds never yeah, gonna happen lightning never doesn't strike happen. twice I was gonna say that I'm never like, gonna happen if I ever have to fly again you're Sorry, coming just with be like, me hey Diane I'm going on a trip I'm coming I'll be your I'll be your trip buddy I, I, uh, I shot a movie in North Carolina like three years ago and go? it was fine. No, no, it was great. On the Sorry. flight back, I, I was on the plane with the director, the guy who directed it. And uh, I was talking about how horrified I was of flying. And, and then he started telling me his sister 
was on the plane that uh, landed in the Hudson River. No way! His sister was on that fucking plane. Which was then parked like near my house in Jersey City for ages. That's insane. Yeah. How, how was she? What, did she have anything to say about it? Did he say like it was like... I don't remember. Like, yeah, he had like all these crazy stories you, about it. But. Do you want to know who, what I want to know? I want to know who on that plane was the douchebag that totally freaked out, didn't listen to instruction and opened the back door. <laughs> Jumped out. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was floating. And starts and they, swimming. It, yeah. It's like they, some asshole, on the, some passenger opened the back door and starts sinking. Everyone's like, oh, fuck. He's We're like, going to be high and dry. Is that why it started sinking? Yes! Someone opened the door. Someone freaked out and opened the back door. That would have been me. <laughs> I would have been like, fuck it. I'm out of here. There's a stat. Island Ferry. I'm swimming. Oh, I gotta swimming. go. I'm going. I yeah. catch that boat. But like, Sully. That dude's badass. He okay, I, I still badass. have a okay. million questions and, about and your plane crash. because I was back then, I was young and cute, right? And I, was, I had a zillion flights. <laughs> that year, and I had to count. It was like before Xanax, before any of that stuff. So I had to white knuckle every flight the next day. You year. were afraid of flying? Fuck, I was afraid of Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. It was terrifying. I had... And I had to count every single one and check them off in my mind to go, it's okay, it's okay. When a, 365 days passes, I'll be fine. It's like now it would be called like conditional conditioning behavioral therapy, whatever, mm-hmm. CBT, you know, where mm-hmm. you just face your crap. 257 flights in the next year. 257. For work. Jesus fucking Christ. It was insane. Why did the plane crash? <sighs> From all the research I've been able to do, again, because it's very hard to Technical find. Technical malfunction. No. Human error. Pilot? Must have been. I don't know who else it could have been. Like, <laughs> you know, it's not like no, it was a Arnold attendant. Schwarzenegger was going out the plane's bunghole after breaking the guy's neck in commando and like, hanging on to the landing gear. No, we were, we were, uh, it, we, we free fell. Like, our engine, it was like the Death Star. I'm a huge Star Wars freak, you know. And it was like the Death Star shutting That sound of the Death Star shutting down? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, not good. And th- this is the worst part. I feel really bad. There was so shit was hitting the ceiling. Oh, just, it was insane. People and shit and stuff. Yeah. Fuck. And it just out of nowhere. Just, out of nowhere. They, no one came on saying, no, we're having some trouble. No, it was no, just no, no. boom. Boom. Pew. Done. Done. And it, it was nuts because of course, like the Italians are screaming. Everyone's screaming. Everyone's just fucking pasta and implements. And Mamma mia. Yeah, no, real, no, for real. <laughs> and everything like slowed down. And I was, because I was young, they would always put me in a seat next to like, do you mind sitting next to this? Candies, you know, his mom lived in New York and his dad was Italian. Yeah. Like, obviously, a douchebag because they weren't together. Yeah. <laughs> Generalizing about Italian men. Italian men who I've heard say things like this I'm not gay. I just like to fuck men, you know, like, no. Yeah. Like, good for you. So, um, yeah. it was not. So I sit next to this, like, six year old kid who's flying alone and he looks at me. And of course, in the moment, like, you're just so calm because you're like, oh, yeah, we're going to die. There's no, there's no way out of this. And he's like, are we going to die? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you said are. that to a little oh, of kid. And I'm like, <laughs> I was fully mellow, though. I'd gone completely zen. And I'm like, hold my hand, buddy. And I'm sure that kid We're is still in therapy. Dying. Oh, he's still in therapy. I'm sorry. Wherever you are, I'm incredibly sorry. We Wait, didn't. so where did it, cr- it crash again? In, in, a, in a field outside Paris. Oh, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. So it didn't coast in. It like just dropped. No, 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 no. Well, that we, we would have died. We Then some of the old engines you could go into like an... Uh, like a nosedive, you could catch the engines back. Like it was, it was, it was, it seemed like forever, and I'm sure it was probably only seconds. But um, at least one of the engines was back on, and we, yeah, we we crash landed in a field. Like we went out the the jump, you know, the the slides and everything like that. But in a field, like we weren't. And people died. Yeah. Do you do you know how many people died on that? I think the last count. I think because again, very hard to find information in the states about then. 
how you, isn't that weird? That was like the advent of the internet. It was so bizarre. Yeah. Um, I think he was like 37 or something. Holy shit. So you saw dead bodies? Yeah, but I've seen, I've seen, I've seen a lot of dead bodies. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm cool with the dead bodies, Steve. I've seen a lot of dead bodies. I have not. You have I've a de- only seen a, dead a couple. Hooker, you're a dead hooker in your house? Call me. I've only seen a couple dead bodies, it's and weird, it was right? very disturbing. I don't mind so much, but anyway, that's, it's not that's my as, own issue. It's not as horrifying as you would imagine seeing a dead body, but it's it's just disturbing. It's disturbing. It's dur- disturbing afterwards. Yeah, and it's never, if it's like, because a lot of the ones I've seen have been some kind of horrific you know like because I, I was downtown in september like really anything that could go wrong I'm, I'm usually there but it's it's nuts so most of the ones i've seen have been some kind of horrific accident like something's Ugh. gone horribly ar- it's like you know what it's like it's like when you see a bird run over and you're like oh a lot of shit had to go wrong for that to happen yeah. i always think that so um yeah but it's never what it it never looks like what you think is going to look like hmm. but what's it like seriously what is it like inside the cabin as soon as the plane has hit the ground Oh, there was because you were just just chaos. It was chaos, but every everyone was convinced they were dead. You know, when you're free falling from like thirty seven thousand feet, you're like, oh yeah, this is this is this is unrecoverable. Were people screaming, or was it a weird silence? No, everyone was screaming internally in me because, and I always wear my seatbelt all the time. It was like, oh, it's over. (laughs) Like it was like this really. It was. It was really mellow, and that's why I was like, "Dude, it's cool, kid. We're gonna die. Hold my hand, motherfucker." Oh my! Did that little kid die? No, no, he was fine. We had seatbelts on because we're, you know, we were young. So the people that die weren't. No seatbelts. Broken necks. necks. Oh fuck, man! So they looked fine, which is always creepy. Anyway, it was. It was. It was. It was crazy. It was. How far outside of Paris? Like what? Were rescue crews able to get there faster? Was it yeah, a no, while? No, I have never seen so many emergency vehicles, and especially the weird European ones. You're like, pew, pew, and they're all really yeah, small. Yeah, <laughs> and they were all in this. <laughs> but it's weird. The stuff you remember was like all in this field waiting, waiting for us. We jumped on the slides, and then of course everyone's terrified something's going to blow. Right? Like the movie. It's, did you see Twenty One Jump Street? Yeah, yeah. It's fucking hysterical. I and loved it. I was amazed at how. I like. I'm now in love with. I hated Jonah Hill. No offense. And and I was no, like Channing Tatum the vow. Fuck you. And I love that. Movie. Now I'm in love with both of them. Yeah, they were great. But you know how like they they're like things didn't explode except the chicken truck like in the in the high speed <laughs> car chase. <laughs> yes, yeah. It was it was like that. So everyone's running, but nothing's happening. Right? Everyone's like, oh, anyone that can run. And then we were driven in ambulances somewhere and then checked out. And once they realized you're fine, then we, I, I don't even remember how long it took to get to Charles de Gaulle. And then we're put on Air France flights. Same day? Just like afterwards to Milan. Fucking same day. It was nuts. But here's the weirdest part, um, because it was before the cell phone and everything. I was supposed to meet at, at the airport. One of the people that worked at my, my agency was supposed to meet me there and take me to the, the bottles apartment. Yeah. And of course, this was like... <laughs> really much later than I was supposed to arrive, you know, and it had been yeah. on the news and everything else. But there was no. They just there. assume you were dead? Yeah, well, no, I, yeah, that would be, that would have been good. Like, oh, she's dead, there's nothing for us here, yeah. Where the plane crashed, we right haven't heard from off. her. Like, I don't know what accent that is either. I'm like, yeah. Diane is dead. I think it's Russian. Yeah, right through the model of. So, uh, <laughs> but I get there, it's late at night, I don't have any luggage, everything I'm wearing is covered in pasta, just covered, just fucking head to toe. <laughs> It was horrible, man. There's pasta everywhere. And I escaped like lots of like minor, like I had cuts on my arms and things like that. But 
my my pants were really thick. Like, thank you, weird wool pants. Thank you, nineties. Thank exactly, <laughs> and my very chunky shoes, like yeah. my very chunky boots, like Doc Martin style, and my very like crazy thick polyester turtleneck that was very hip that I got in Williamsburg uh, at uh, yeah at a secondhand store because it was hip. That was before cool. Williamsburg was cool. It was. It was terrifying back then. Yeah. yeah, you could only go to the to like the Bedford stop, and that was it. If you went yeah. any further, it was like, oh my God, Marcy Avenue, we're all gonna die. Rap songs are written about this. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. This is nuts. Which so the plane didn't catch on fire at all? No. You're lucky because that would have fucking. That would have been crazy. Because a lot of times the fucking planes just blow up, like the engines come off, and that's exactly what, like gas tank. But yeah. maybe because we were so far along in the trip, there was a lot of gas. I don't know. I don't fucking. Know. Oh yeah. But um, but it was nuts. But even like in the earthquakes, I remember when I was in all these earthquakes in in, in Taiwan, they killed a gazillion <laughs> people. Do you know how most people died? No. Falling air conditioners. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Right? It's never anything you think it's going to be. And then, but even so, all these years living in New York, I'm like, mm, I'm always like, okay. Mm. I remember the I lived in New York for oh. a very short period of time, and I remember there was a storm. I remember hearing on the news, and lightning hit a building. A potted plant fell off of someone's <laughs> windowsill, like ten stories up, and landed on someone's head and killed them. Done. Just Day over. Boom. Yeah. Potted right? geraniums. Right, and you start thinking about that. Like, and I would always, all these years I've lived in, in the city. Walking the outside of the side But or. a fine line between getting hit by a cab that's not paying attention. <laughs> I just like a picture of you being, sprinting through New York. Like, totally, yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, it's like they can't shoot you if you're bobbing and weaving. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, so like the fine line between not getting hit by like an errant cab or, or a hobo that will push you into traffic yeah. and then not in the line of the falling air conditioners. It's a very fine line. Not a lot of room for one to maneuver. Oh, Jesus Christ. I know. The shit you've seen. The shit I've seen. How did we get started on the... Oh, your plane crash. That's... Oh, hey. Although, in retrospect, it's been long enough. It's amusing. And even then, I was like... I remember being like alone in the airport in the middle of the night when it all finally hit. Because, you know, like the shock finally mm-hmm. wears off. There's no one to pick me. I don't know where the fuck I'm going. I don't have anything on me. Jesus. And, and I was like... <laughs> I got the money pit laugh. Like, you know? <laughs> like when the turkey goes in the bathtub and it falls down like to the head. <laughs> There's just like this giant white chick. Just <laughs> 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 it was pretty good. Was That's pretty good. fucked up. I I'm, I can't believe you got on a plane, but I guess yeah. The, what are the odds? What are the odds? I, anytime I get nervous, I'm like, what are the odds? Like a full Seinfeld. What are the odds? Like I know people that have been on planes that like, oh, we have an engine. One engine went out and they were still able to fly and land. I don't know anyone that's. Well, I guess I do now, but like you do now. Yeah, that has been in a fucking plane crash where people died. It was crazy. It was so crazy. But I will, I will say this now, and everyone makes fun of me, but I'm that douchebag that has like between the earthquakes and, and like even the earthquakes. Like I was, I just turned eighteen. I was living in tai, Taipei, and there were all these crazy. Earth, I know. I was so weird. And there was a lot of there was like a dearth of like food I was willing to eat. You know, I'm like, yeah. you know, I don't want to eat your chicken claws. I'm cool. And um, and I'll try anything once, but you know I don't need to eat a beak more than once. In this <laughs> but it was so funny. Like I built a seismograph because I was a science kid, right? And, and still, like to this day, I, I'm I'm a geek and a science kid. You so built a seismograph. I built a seismograph in a night. Like it was amazing. How the fuck do you build a seismograph? Oh, it was fantastic. I had a really great purse strap that worked incredibly well. The the I put built it in a corner. I found Quaker oatmeal. Right, very difficult to find in Taipei. Yeah, found a giant, giant can of Quaker oatmeal. 
poured out the oatmeal, filled it with sand. You need something heavier, right? So filled it with sand to a certain degree, mounted, like put a spindle in the bottom of it. Anyway, it was mounted to a pen that was coming out of the corner of the wall. So either wall shook, you know, like it would okay. mark the seismograph. And then I, I hooked a bell to that. Like it was like a whole elaborate process. And this was before the internet. So you couldn't. No, you had to, Mac- no, you had to MacGyver to this-, this shit. Yeah, I was just like, fuck, I know how to do this. I'm going to fucking build a seismograph. Let's go. Let's go. And so all the other models what would sleep weirdo. in my room. Yeah, we would sleep. Yeah, <laughs> true. But you're talking to the person who likes to pee in their yard. Why yeah. do I have a yard so I can pee? Yeah, you're a yard pisser. Um, Steve, my orange is no longer there. I've been preserving this orange with my own urine for quite a while. Oh, Jesus. It was, you know, yeah, and Diane oddly, told me once that, oh, yeah, I just piss in my yard because she has a house here in L.A. now. You, you're and you can't recent. see in the yard and it makes me feel powerful. Let me have it. I got nothing else. It's such a guy thing to do, though. I think I have a lot of testosterone. Yeah, have maybe. you seen the people I play? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's commercial time. And uh, since I don't have a sponsor yet, I'm going to advertise myself in this podcast. Uh, I know I mentioned it at the beginning, but please, uh, on, the, on our website, hit subscribe. Also, you'll notice uh, a button down there uh, for Amazon. If you buy anything on Amazon, click on the link down below, and uh, we get a kickback from that at no charge to you. And... Um, this is a collective of people working on podcasts for next to nothing. So every little bit helps. And um, who knows? Maybe I'll give you a hug someday if you do. All right. Thanks, you guys. Now back to the show. How many episodes of Law & Order did you do? Do you know? Uh, every, by well the way, over 100. For anyone that, yeah, anyone that checks out, everything on IMDb is wrong. wrong yeah. from, from like my birth year to... Trivia to life story. I don't know. Like, who writes this? And I try and change it. I've tried to send them my birth certificate. It's all it's very impossible weird. to get anything changed it's on impossible. IMDb. And I had a meeting with Pam Dixon recently, who's the the casting director who's on the board of IMDb. She's like, I can't even get stuff changed. She's really? like, people thought I was a, a B level like soft porn actress for years, and they would look it up on IMDb, come into an audition, and be like, Oh my god, you used to be an actress. She's like, No. <laughs> I did not. I did do not. Porno. And she's on the board of IMDb, so it's 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 one of those things. Once it's out there, it's out there. But. A ton, a ton, and I, I don't even know if I'm going back this season. It's weird. It's like it's under new management, so I have no idea what's happening. I'm terribly confused by everything, but I am going back to suits. So you are going to do more? I don't know. It's <laughs> it's really weird. I just I had to burp. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> awkward silence. Just a burp, kind of out the side, but not really. You no, probably heard it. No, that was all right. But it was. But it's strange. Like. They're really nebulous about it. Like, yeah, we love you. We want you back. Oh, so then why don't you pick, you know, her dates are filling up for work. Like, do you want to? Yeah. You know, one of those. Yeah, like, yeah. It's so confusing. And the new team, I don't think they understand. Not a mean way, but in a little bit. Start, they don't get the character. I didn't start watching that show until a few seasons in. And so, and then, you know, I just became obsessed with it and, you know, would watch it anytime it was on, which is all the time. Mm-hmm. And then... I, I saw a really early episode that you were in before you were Casey <gasps> Nova. You were a rapist. That was my first job when I got out of theater school. You played a rapist. Yeah. On, like a, you and your friends raped like a stripper, right? A yeah, male stripper. Yeah, we raped a male stripper. And then when my buddies were going to tell, I fucking killed him. Yeah, you were a yeah. fucking psycho. And, and the fun, and the, it, but like the world is like the most bizarre, smallest place ever. That was my first job when I got out of theater school. I had no idea what the hell I was doing. I didn't even know what a mark was. I was like, what? What's this tape on the ground? I don't know. Holy shit. And, uh, and the, the, one of the girls I worked with is a chick named Paige Turco, who ended up marrying 
I guess my my husband, my su- and whatever it is, uh, my my soon to be ex husband. But at the time, she was dating one of his male model friends, and now she's married to one of his best friends from Dublin, from the tiny private school of like they've been friends for thirty five years. It's like Weird. the most. Rare. She's married to Jason O'Mara, who's like okay. in, like Terra Nova and yeah. all kinds of other shows. But um, and then one of my episodes back this season, she was in again as a different guest star. No, with shit. Kyle McLaughlin, who'd been in before as another guest star. Yeah. That's so weird. But but everyone who's been on SVU, like I was watching randomly the other day, Kelly Geddes, who's the new hot young blonde chick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who's awesome. After Maloney left. Yes. Yeah. She's a badass, she's dude. She's a badass. Like she drives a three-quarter ton pickup. Like she's from Georgia. In real life, she Oh, does. yeah, all around Manhattan. She's like, I'll fuck you up. And like she means it. She's so much <laughs> fun to party with. Um, she was on as like a, a, like a rape victim a few years ago. <laughs> I randomly saw it. I was like, what? Is that Kelly? That's so bizarre. But Ice played some pretty much... Wait, th- Iced, he was on it before he was a yes, cop? Yes, but on like, so like the ultimate example to me is Jeremy Sisto on what we call the Mothership, which is the main law and order. Mm-hmm. The Mothership. And we all call it the Mothership. That's so, fucking funny. <laughs> so he was playing uh, a lawyer at the very end of one season. The last episode of one season, a couple of years ago, came back the beginning of the following season as the new male cop, like the main lead. Weird. Different character. And then people are always like, but you're the... I'm like, trust me, it's everyone. More obvious examples. Don't get on my case. Because everyone's like, did you know? I'm like, yeah, I know, because I was there. And I'm like, second of all, it's everyone. It's everyone. I kind of like that about that show that, you know, because sometimes you would... Like, if you did, you know, the part of the rapist that you yeah. did, you'd be like, well, that's it. I can't come back on this show now because I've been on. Uh, and they'll uh, be like, no, you can totally come on and play totally the assistant back. district yeah, attorney. Yeah, why not? Why not with like a year in between? Yeah, it's enough times going by. And the by. craziest part, too, is like there's a there's a producer named Tom Fontana who did shows like Oz and this and that. So he and like Dick Wolf are best friends. So you notice everyone that's in any of his shows is also... On all Law and Orders. Is that why Maloney did it? Because he was in Oz? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're bodies. Like, they just swapped. B.D. Wong played the priest on, oh, yeah, yeah. on Oz. And then he was the psychiatrist on SVU. And some of, some of those seasons were, like, concurrent. They were doing both shows at the same time. Yeah. And I never watched Oz because I never wanted to see my coworkers naked. But, yeah. Yeah. So, so no one was like, no one had a problem like apparently not hiring you back as because like oh well, she was a rapist we can't have her as a, a DA no but it was one yeah I I don't to this day you you I don't understand you this don't business. know what went on this behind. business makes no sense to me I had actually just done a pilot for NBC um, it was my pilot that was what, what they call in first position that year mm-hmm. and it was fucking. And it was uh, the Wachowski brothers, Joel Silver. We shot at Fox Sydney. Nice. Yeah, I was the main chick. It was cops. Of the F- it was based on Philip K. Dick. It was you fucking- shot it in Australia, dude. It was badass. Cool. Dr- the chick who made all my outfits made all of Trinity's for the Matrix. Like those guys love working in Australia, right? It's it's and it was the best. It was the coolest place to work in the history of the world. And and it was funny when I saw the pilot after we shot it, I was like. <laughs> it's never gonna, it's never gonna go on the air. It was like beyond counter programming. There was yeah. nothing sci-fi. There was no loss. There was none of that stuff on the air. I was like, this is not gonna happen. Yeah. And didn't get picked up. And Stephanie March decided she wanted to leave SVU. I went and had one really, what I thought was a bad meeting for SVU. Didn't hear anything for weeks. And then yeah. all of a sudden they're like, do you want the job? And I'm like, yeah. Do you want it? <laughs> well, it was a massive pay cut. And but it was in the city and it was already on the air. Yeah, and I was like, awesome. And I'm a good Jew. I would have stayed forever. And then you know I, they got rid of me out of the blue. And I was like, 
okay, poor business choice, but knock yourselves out because yeah. I'm from the real world. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're like, do you want to come back? I'm like, will you apologize? All right. And then. Did they apologize? Yeah. I asked. That's all. Oh, that's great. I, like, yeah, that's all I asked for. But then I thought it was just one episode. And then the next thing I know, and they're like, oh, it's on the cover of like Deadline that you're coming back for next season. I'm like, am I? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> it's news to me. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I'm splitting the season. And now you're in three randomly and bizarrely and saying weird things. I'm like, I'm so confused. What do they say? <sighs> it's so I mean, are you even allowed to say like what the storyline is that where has Novak been? No, apparently I was just censured. Like I wasn't disbarred. I was censured. I was like, okay. What does that mean? Oh, well, you're just like probation. Okay. Yeah. You weren't like disbarred, but you know, you're in trouble. You can't really work for the day's office for a while. You yeah, can what, reapply in a year. What happened to your character? I don't know. I, I violated some kind of Brady violation. And, and I remember too, like when I, when I was fired and I was so pissed about it too, cause I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, I'm the one character on all of television. I'm not even talking this fucking show of all t- that has one goal in mind. Justice. One fucking goal in mind. She does what's right. No matter what. hundred percent of the time. time. And I'm like, you got, I'm like these bitches, Stabler and Benson been beating the fuck out of suspects. They've yeah, been hiding yeah. federal witnesses. Yeah. They've been like tampering with evidence. These fuckers are fine. Are yeah. you shit? me and i'm like all right and yeah not in the da's no, office uh, apparently not Fuck no apparently not did you, was it when you've got the script that you found out or did they prep you by saying oh by the way i had no warning like there was no prep basically yeah no I, I i found out because i read in the tabloids while in the makeup chair i was reading uh, I, I read that i was i was leaving to go do comedy i was like oh shit yeah like, oh oh is that what's happening? That's okay. They, they, I don't care anymore. For like, for it was funny. Like the first year, that I like, don't say anything about this. We're trying to help you by lying and making fake quotes about what you're doing. And I'm like, no, I don't care. Is it? Was it ever hard for you to like learn, memorize the like the, all the legal terminology? No, you kind of get into the swing of it, and it, and and once you can wrap your head around it. It's like any any muscle that you start using. Like, I, I remember being at church with my parents, like, maybe after the first year, and everyone's singing some hymn I had no idea about, and I look down at the hymn book, I look up, and I'm like, oh, I have it memorized. I felt like a god. Like, you, when you get off a plane, I was like, oh, I, like, I have all the fucking power. And, and it's funny, too, especially because, like, some shows you can improvise, most, especially procedurals, all, and if you play a lawyer, all the words have gone through the legal department of, like... Yeah. You know, for us, for NBC Universal first. So if I added the S to an end of a word, I'd have to reshoot it. Oh, geez. Really? Yeah. But I was known as the one take wonder, man. I, it didn't matter how late I had to stay up. Like, you know, you just do what you got to do. And I loved it's it. It's so believable. You're really good as, I loved as Novak. It. I loved it, man. That was my, do you read the Harry Potter books? No. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. All right. Well, anyone that's at home. I'm a 43-year-old man. But I watched well, all the movies. Okay. All right. All right. Then it, the courtroom and my courtroom, they built it for me my second season. It was the night court set. No shit. Yes. For real? Yes. Harry Anderson. Yes. Perry Como, the whole thing. Like, it was awesome, right? Bowl. I think that's all I could think about in my head. Yeah. And uh, the most awesome part, that was my room of requirement. Like, I loved all of our extras. I loved everyone that was there every day. I never left set. Like, you kidding? Do you know what it's like to get to scream at people for a living? Yeah. Fucking amazing. I mean, I don't know, but I can imagine. It's, it's about as good awesome. as it gets. Yeah. It's as good. I had a tiny boner every day. Oh, I just want to scream at people the, all yeah, the time. Right. And the, I only uh, get to do it in traffic. <laughs> and even then, if they don't look like they have a gun. Yeah. Yeah. It's only women. 
Uh, okay, I can yell at this. This person won't shoot me. But you know what? I'm going to say this. It's usually the women that are causing the trouble anyway. Yeah. Dude. I, I was coming over the hill the other day, and I'm not, I, I'm, really, I'm not adjusting to L.A. well, and I'm not adjusting to spending this much time. And I drive in Manhattan every day, but L.A., it's a whole different ball of wax. And, and I was coming over by the Hollywood Bowl, and it was seriously the most horrific maneuvers I've ever seen in my life. Uh, worst, it was like if you took the worst drunk cab drivers of all time. the Hollywood Bowl. It was insane. And it was like, I'm like, does everyone want to die? What's going on? And then, I'm not kidding, like up on the big sign, like the Chiron said, uh, Korean Music Festival. I'm like, ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's explained. The Hollywood Bowl has caused more fucking death. Just say death. Messes. Just go for it. it. The Hollywood Bowl has caused more death <laughs> than uh, the Holocaust did. <laughs> it's I'm, probably close. I mean, I think. I'm guesstimating. I'm not sure. Yeah, Isn't that word like people I'm are like guesstimating. guesstimating. You're like, don't say that. Don't say guesstimate. I'm guesstimating. So wait, what are you up to now? I'm curious. I'm uh, I'm glad you asked, Diane. <laughs> I'm uh, you know writing a pilot for FX. I know because you're a badass. You know that. Um, it's, it's so incredibly badass. Like you have no idea. Please, can I? It doesn't feel badass. Can I? When you shoot it, can I please just be a day player? Yeah, you. Oh, that would be fun. No one will hire me for comedy. It takes place at a, at a military school for boys, but sure, we'll figure I'll something out. I'll grow a beard for it. <laughs> Those boys didn't have beards. You're not allowed to have beards. No, no, I'll be like a gross teacher that's... You did go through a bunch of military training. I did recently, yeah. It was crazy What fun. was the thing called, the program? I call it JCOC. The Department of Defense doesn't like that. It's a JCOC. It's the Joint Civilian Orientation <laughs> Conference. Why wouldn't you call it JCOC? Of course. It's perfect. Oh, my God. I got into so much trouble repeatedly because we were treated as two-star generals. We started out at the Pentagon. But I don't know if you saw like my picture even on Facebook. It's me doing my best Trayvon from yeah. the real Pentagon briefing room and like if, oh, you, if you could have seen Panetta's face, like honestly, like not cool. Yeah, I'm I'm always in everywhere I go. I'm in trouble, and you could tell it was one of those things you have to be nominated by Obama or like a four or five star general. Like all these amazing people can nominate you, and uh, who nominated you? The uh, basically the, the commandant of the Coast Guard because on NCIS I play like the only Coast Guard character ever on TV. Yeah, and so. Um, they nominate me. Then you have to go through physicals and you have to write essays. You do all this kind of stuff. And Holy so shit. it was nuts. Like it was nuts. And background checks and all this other stuff because you're seeing top secret things. Oh, shit. I know. And I, and so it got down out of like thousands of people that were nominated by these fancy people to like 35, I guess, of us. And, uh, and that, that day one, we started at the Pentagon and, and I did the full Nixon slash Trayvon. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Not, they knew instantly they should not have invited me. Wait, so what does JCOC stand for? Joint Civilian Orientation Conference. And you, what you did, I mean, for those who don't know, you went to each branch of the service. It was nuts. Yeah, you, you have your own private C-17 aircraft. Like, <laughs> Jesus oh, it's, it was insane. Those don't have windows in them, do they? You're really sitting in a... oddly high up, yeah, but... Uh, and, you're sitting on bench seats along the wall, Well, they, right? they inserted because they've got these, like, cargo racks in the middle, so they put in some really shitty airline seats, in them, but it was m more comfortable to sit on the weird jump seats, like, on the side. Yeah. And, uh... And we didn't know where we were going, how long we were going to be there. We were everything from being kidnapped by fake Pashtun rebels and fake arms. I literally shot every gun. I blew more shit up. I can't even explain. And it was really hard for a progressive because we're taking like all these, all these like 
insane flights. I'm like hanging out on Gunner's butt. I'm like MI-17 Russian choppers going to the battle floor bam in the middle of the night where we're putting on night vision goggles where we're being like our, our coverage was done by eight, like 130 <laughs> spookies, like bombing us from two miles up while we're shooting the shit out of everything. 130 spookies. Oh, I don't kidding. even know what that means. Dude, it was crazy. We had briefings. Like we, we lived like the real deal, but like the best part of it, like we blew everything up. We shot every gun. And at the same time, I'm like, I don't believe in killing people, but I love this gun. What is this, a 50 this? caliber incendiary round? Why like, let's go. Oh, it was seriously, I dry humped everything. Like, within, like, the, like, I, I, it was so hard. You're such an animal. I know. Wait, and how many days did that last? I was like seven or eight days. Yeah. At some point, I lost track of time. At one point, like, because I'm not used to being around on no sleep that many people in really extreme. Well, that's a lie. In street, but, you know, at one point, I freaked out because, you know, we're like, they're like, oh, you'll be done today at five. It's like the one day we'd be done early. And I'm like, oh, we're not done at five. It's like seven. And I'm like, this is the one day I was going to get like four hours sleep instead of two. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking Red Lobster. I'm going to Red Lobster. And I totally just like walked off and went to Red Lobster. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm kind of ashamed of myself. But it was no. always people that don't like own sports teams were there like mayors of large cities like oh, how i was shit. included i i'm still confused i'm sure they're confused as well it's because of ncis yeah i think that they they enjoyed and then it was really funny the the, the chick from at the from the pentagon that helps pick people she was really a big svu fan and I, she really thought i was going to be like novak and i'm not kidding when, <laughs> when i was sitting you're so not like i novak. know and i was sitting on a, a live i'm not kidding we were we were at, at uh, pensacola sitting where they make the bombs and i was sitting on a giant live bomb kind of humping it doing my best dr strange love yeah she's like yeah not novak i'm like ah, take a picture <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it was tough. It was tough for them. I felt bad for them a little bit, but I didn't stop. I didn't change my behavior. I couldn't. That's crazy. But yeah, I blew up everything. So you were firing live rounds. Everything, and, everything. and then I had a, an awesome bruise on my forehead because I got one fifty caliber scope way too close to my head, and it was like patunk. Yeah, really. And then we were at like we we started. We went to Paris Island. Like you know, what's your major malfunction, Private Pilot, yeah. like the Marine. We started in the yellow footprints. We had a, a drill instructor all day just handing us our asses. Oh, yeah. I saw you post a video of that. Oh, I was insane. Yeah. He's like, stop fidgeting, Neil. I'm like, it's <laughs> this, it, yeah, they basically did what cadets do as soon as they get off the bus. At yeah. And then we spent the entire day doing that. Yeah. So and then like, you know what I learned from that day? No upper body strength. Like I was on the, the obstacle course. Just no, I fell so many yeah. times. And people were like, ooh, ah, ooh. But I was like, that's yeah, uh, I got nothing. I think the Marines would be the roughest branch yeah right yeah and it was hot and there were a lot of bugs uh well it's see hot. i can't do it then just because yeah. of the bugs <laughs> i have a problem with let bugs. alone the push-ups or the yeah the the sit-ups or... <laughs> i came home the other night and i was trying to go through the side gate to put a uh, to put the trash cans back in because they were out and i walked into a spider web that was Massive. Oh my Usually God. you feel like a strand, but it was like I could Full. feel the whole thing on my face. Full Indiana Jones Temple and Doom and in I, the cave. And it was pitch black out, and I started like freaking out. Did like, you scream? No, but I was like flailing. Like, I know there's a fucking spider on my fucking head right now. <laughs> did you go in and shower? That's what I do in a I did go in and shower. Although today I had a lot of spiders on me. I, I was up, I went way up in the fig tree today because I'm, I'm so pissed at these fucking squirrels. Fake tree? Oh, the, the fig, fig tree. Fig tree. Because these squirrels, they still, like, I. Like, I, I've looked for things I can do to get rid of this. Like, I have every fruit tree in the universe in my backyard, and I don't even get to enjoy any of the fruit because the squirrels take it. But the only, all the, all the remedies seem to be Republican. It's like poison or shotguns or like there's <laughs> nothing nice about any of it. 
And uh, yeah, so I'm like, fuck it. I'm going up in the tree today. I'm going to like gather as many figs as humanly possible. And a lot of spiders and fig trees. I don't know what was going on. Yeah, I can imagine. But Did LA, you get a lot of figs? Yeah, a lot of figs. You should see, look at the sink. It's full of figs. What, do you, do you just make, eat? No, I don't like figs. Oh. Do you just eat them like apples or something? Well, I did. I got really excited because I, and I know. So I, I tried to water down the tree first because I'm like, I know myself. I'm going to eat these figs while I'm up in the tree. Like, yeah. oh, fig, come here. Get in my mouth. Um, so I did that. I ate a bunch of them. And then I will put them with a really nice balsamic, a little blue cheese, some arugula. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. <laughs> I, you, so you just you eat them whole, basically. Yeah. Do you, I, do you have to skip? I don't know how figs work. The well, only time I eat figs are in fig newtons. Which are, that's pretty Those good Those are too. great. And I'll make like whatever figs I have left. I'll make some fig paste. Uh, what, what do you do with that? Hard cheeses, you know, <laughs> in the winter. So if I'm serving you like a oh, cheese plate. Them? No, I, I will, I will, it's like making a jam. So I boil them, I add sugar, I can them. Like I go, I, the whole works, man. <laughs> Get the ball cans, I go nuts. Uh. And, uh, and then I, I store it. <laughs> and then, you know, when the wintertime comes. Yeah. And it's time for hard cheeses and fires. Yeah. Uh, so if I serve you like fig paste, I made it. And I, I didn't pee I in probably it. won't eat fig paste. That's, I'll give you some quince paste. That'd be a great name for a punk band, fig, fig paste. paste. I always wanted to name my band Dwarf Horse if I had... That's good. Yeah. Dwarf horse. Dwarf horse. Because, you know, growing up in Colorado, you'd go to all these stock shows, and I hated it, and I'm allergic to everything, and it was just a fucking nightmare. Yeah. But uh, there was always some kind of midget horse that yeah. was paraded around that usually had a penis incredibly large. Like that was, Shetland ponies. Yeah, but no, like so much smaller than a Shetland pony. Like a horse that's a dwarf. I know. I didn't understand the distinction, but apparently yeah. there is. And the, their penis would be huge and dragging and leaving like a, a train. Dragging? No. Yeah, no, leaving like a train. And so I, I figured my first album would be Poor Stanley, who's this one horse who's just like, he's the head of his penis, which is just a giant scab. Because he was, and they put monkeys on just him and cow, other things. His, yeah. His, the head of his dick had a, a fucking fingernail yeah, on it just to <laughs> protect it. You would hope. You would hope. But it was hysterical. Yeah, it was like, we're bringing out poor Stanley. Yeah, Stanley, the door force, showing you yeah, monkey rides. And I'm like, this is awful. <laughs> this is awful. So you grew up in in Colorado? Yeah, I grew up in, in D.C. till I was eight. Then we moved to Denver. And then my parents said, let's fully participate in the Western lifestyle. So let's eat like Rocky Mountain oysters. Let's take the kids to Do you have like branding. a ranch? No, we're fucking kidding. My parent, my dad was a federal attorney, so like government employee, not a lot of cash. Your my dad was an attorney. Oh yeah, the, he's so excited. He's a fe- he this must is, love that you were playing oh, an attorney. Except every remember when we aired on Tuesday nights, every Wednesday morning, and my dad's from Mississippi, like girl, you know that was illegal. You know that wasn't right. And so like, <laughs> I know I don't write it. It's old TV, man. dad. And then my mom is is like a math professor, but you know, like no money, you know, like not not money. So we lived in a normal yeah. house, but um, but we'd go do all this weird Western crap. The only good thing about ever being at a stock show. You could buy bull whips because all I ever wanted to be was Indiana Jones. I had a bull whip as a kid. After I got it, after I saw Indiana Jones, first thing I did, crack the whip right into my eye. Oh! Had a huge cut right on the corner of my eye. At least you had a a cool reason for doing it. I still, I I have like three bull whips. You do, dude. And I was at Disney on Monday. Yeah. With with a charity called Third Pride. Of course you were. Of of course I was. (laughs) I'd never been to Disneyland. Only Disney World. Yeah. That this was your first time. Yeah. It was insane. But of course, um, although I'm not a big fan of lines, well, and then yeah. like you, anywhere else you can buy fast passes, Disney you can't. Was staying at the hotel, so I got to go early. Cool. And then it was like the zombie apocalypse at like 8 a.m. when everyone, yeah. they literally, it's like a velvet rope, 50 yeah. people long with thousands behind them. is horrifying. And uh, yeah, no, but I got a really cool, I have like, I don't even know how many Indiana Jones hats I have, but 
I, I got another one. I got another one. I was very happy. Um, I want to see the bullwhips when we're when we're done. Anytime, here. and I yeah, I I like a bullwhip. I used to wear them out all the time as a kid because I would <laughs> I would whip the, you know and then pull myself up. Even my beautiful like unicorn white four no, poster bed shit. broke off all four posters just whipping it. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a good time? I don't know why my like. I'm sure my parents thought I was a lesbian at some point because all I played were Star Wars people. She wants bull whips. She wants bull whips, hats, thick like thick pants, thick pants for adventure. <laughs> even then, people are like, "What are you for adventure?" But even my friends, they're like, "They're like, what are you wearing?" And I'm like, "I'm wearing adventure pants." And a pair of sneakers. And, like, all my buddies know what that means. I just pissed in the yard and climbed a fig tree. Yeah! <laughs> mm, mm, mm. I provide my own food. Yeah. Ugh. I know there's something about it. And, like, I have no... It's it's awful, but I have so little respect. Like, when, when I see chicks and... If they're if they're doing things like I won't even it's it's awful I I hate to be this judgmental but if they're like wearing makeup skiing I'm like I can't even talk to you I don't know who you are skiing yeah like I don't know who you are but even now I kind of had a problem with that in the Olympics like some of the runners and stuff were wearing makeup I'm like uh, yeah why you don't gotta do that you don't gotta you're not sweating enough if you're wearing yeah, makeup yeah and then but in real life like I'll see chicks if they're wearing shoes that they can't climb a tree in or run fast in if they have like I'll look at their fingernails. I don't mean to be judgmental. If they can't like play a guitar, yeah. or you know, or they've got really long nails, that means I don't do anything. If oh my they god! Can't type. Yeah, like they can't, or if they have to do anything with a pencil instead of like <laughs> yeah. their finger, they type with a pencil yeah. or the the Dial they have to phone. do the pad of their yeah. finger. To... You're not fun. I I'm looking at you, check. Most likely. Yeah, you're not fun. And then if also they have a, an enormous diamond, it means they value however many tens of thousands of dollars that diamond is more than anything else it could buy yeah I, can, I have no respect for you fucking whores seriously I just like I, I have I just what? lost so many listeners I'm sorry about that no I'm just kidding I, yeah I have a huge is, following of girls of with girls long with giant diamonds yeah I, but I just <laughs> it's not even like respect it's more like I know I have nothing in common with you I have nothing in common with you it doesn't even matter if I was marrying like Mark Cuban, which I would never be, you know, something like that. And he was like, oh, here's I'm a huge ring. And I'm like, yeah, can not I so much. You yeah. You can't even reach in your pocket. Like, how about a rare book? Let's go crazy. Can I buy a, a bullwhip? Buy me. Buy me Harrison Ford <laughs> in the 80s. That's what I need you to buy. Buy me Harrison Ford. <laughs> Sorry. Telephone somewhere. Actually, I think we've gone like really long. So we can. Oh, I apologize. We can Steve. end that. No, no. It's fucking. It's, I Mom? think we went just right. So. We can Gang, it was phone. a pleasure. Diane, say that? Neil, thank you for doing this. It's been so awesome. Thanks for I, having me. I can't me. believe we actually made it happen, though. You're a very hard person to, I know, I, to it's, reach. Yeah, it's the unintentional asshole. I'm sorry. That's all right. I'll forgive you just this once. Just the once? Yep. Okay. Ooh, ooh. Thank you, Diane. Bye. And Bye. we're done. Fairwellio.com is an artist-friendly podcast collective. Hosted by castmates.fm. Host your own podcast at castmates.fm today. All of our artists reserve the rights to their materials. Your animations directly support your favorite artists, help pay for their show's production, and keep your favorite shows free. Visit fairwellio.com for other original shows and learn about our community of artists that help make this collective possible. Thank you for listening to this podcast.
This outro features the music of the fancy. We are the fancy.net. Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply.